So what is a preacher? Well, the author W.H. Auden said this, a preacher is someone who talks in someone else's sleep. So for those of you who want a quick zuz, you may need to keep awake. So a preacher is someone who talks in someone else's sleep. But what about a preacher and a teacher? Does that get a bit confusing about the two? Well, it's said that a preacher is for those who do not know Jesus, and a teacher is for those who do. And today I want to talk to both camps, as later on we have a communion service. Those of you who know Jesus personally will know of its significance, while those of you who do not fully know him will miss part of the full benefit, which can only, only come from that close relationship. It comes from you and Jesus together in relationship. Now, Jesus didn't do communion for most of his life, did he? If you think about it, he was a Jew who followed the Sabbath, the Shabbat, which was on the seventh day of the week. As his father, God, had created the world in six days, on the seventh he rested, and that model was for us. That Jesus' Sabbath evening, which is on Friday, <clears throat> is led by what is called the Kiddush, and that is the traditional blessing over wine. You see, the following evening, the Saturday evening, the Sabbath, the Shabbat, is finished. And that finishes with the Havdalah service, Havdalah. Now, Havdalah means separation. And it separates the Sabbath rest, the seventh day rest, from the, work, the rest of the working week. So they didn't have awful Mondays to go back to work. They had awful Sundays to go back to work. Now, Jesus would have placed a wine goblet on a plate... Can you hear me when I'm doing this? Yeah. You sure? Anybody can't? Anybody can't hear me? I'm going to have to... I'll move this across a bit. So Jesus, imagine he's at the synagogue on a normal service and he puts the wine upon... the goblet upon the plate. Now, beside it, he would have placed the besamin. Anybody know what a besamin is? Well, of course, sort of a couple of hands moved, but I don't think they were moving. To... It's a what? Bread. No, it's not bread, Colin, but it's good. It's one of these. It's actually a spice box. Can you see? See the holes in it? Couldn't get a spice box, so it looks a bit like one of those potpourri things. But that would have been the spice box. Now, the reason the spice box is put there is it would be filled, as this one is, it's filled with what, do you think? Herbs and spices. How many? Barbara? Any, any idea? How many herbs and spices? Loads. Loads is a good answer. <laughs> it's one less than loads, it's nine. There are nine herbs and spices in there. 
in the besamin, the spice holder. So Jesus would have had the goblet, he would have had this. And he would have filled it with ginger, cardamom, nutmeg, cloves, all spice, funnily, all spices specifically mentioned. When you know you when you do the bit of the Chinese and Indian cooking, black pepper, fennel, anise, and cinnamon. Now, in the middle of these, he would have placed the Havdala candles. Havdala candles are normally twisted. I couldn't get one. They are plaited together. There's normally at least three of them because they then end up with three wicks. And the reason for that is when you light it, you get a very big flame. See? The three wicks. Imagine it's twisted with the colours together. Come to the significance of that later. So Jesus would have lit the candle. He then fills the goblet. I'll move this back. <coughs> he would have filled it in this way. Can everybody see? Watch. he would have filled it deliberately to overflowing. The spice holder is like a potpourri for the fragrance to escape. Now, despite the fact it's a bit soggy, So you want you just to have indulge in the, the fragrance of the mixed herbs. <clears throat> some may pick out some, others may pick out other ones. So the candle is lit with the many wicks giving a good flame. The overflowing wine is lifted by Jesus. And a blessing is said, and the main theme of this list is salvation, this blessing. Behold, he said, God is my salvation, my Yeshua, I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord God is my strength and song. He has become my salvation, Yeshua. You shall joyfully draw water out of the wells of salvation, Yeshua. I will lift the cup of salvation, that is Yeshuot, that's plural, and call upon the name of the Lord. Then Jesus would then bless the wine. He would then bless the spices that are being passed round to you. He would then bless the candle, drawing out the difference, the difference between light and darkness. And it's also the difference between the six days of labour and the seventh day of rest. 
Jesus would have finished the blessing by drinking the wine. But he leaves enough in there so that he can do this. He puts out the Havdalah candle. And Jesus then put, would have put his fingertips in the wine on the plate. This is the plate for our purposes. And say this. Shavala Tov. Shavala Tov. Which means, have a good week. Have a good week. Wine. The spice box. And candles. You see, for us, the wine, the wine is God's blessing overflowing from us to others. The spice box, we must be sweet-smelling fragrance to the world. Mary referred to it earlier in that lead-up to the chorus, the fragrance, the fragrance of Jesus. The candles, the candles, our light shall shine in a dark world that others will be blessed with the relationship with Jesus. Those in darkness will see a new light, the light of the world, Jesus. You and Jesus, for real relationship. In the Bible, in the New Testament, the nine fragrant spices can be compared to the nine fruits of the Spirit that you will read about in Galatians 5 and the nine gifts of the Spirit in 1 Corinthians 12. In the Old Testament, once a year, the high priest went into the Holy of Holies, just the once in the temple. He was the only one who was allowed to do that, to meet with God. His special garment that was beautiful and elaborate and was bejeweled, there were 12 jewels on the front, but it had round the hem of the garment nine golden bells. And they were sewn on the hem. And they were alternated with this. Pomegranates. Not life-size pomegranates, but ones like Jane would make. Little woven pomegranates in between the golden bells. These, what do they represent round the whole hymn? They represented even then the gifts of the Spirit and the fruits of the Spirit. Now from this, all of this, cultural context, week by week, Shabbat by Shabbat, Havala by Havala, Jesus did that for all of the time, up to the time that we know he then takes the words about bread and why? So he took the cultural context, he shook it, he turned it round to parallel his body, his blood, shed at Calvary to be represented in the bread and the wine that we will come to later. So the teaching today, as we approach our communion, the teaching... I have done. But what of the preaching for those who do not 
hear me talking in their sleep. The preaching for those who do not know Jesus. They are asleep. They're asleep in the light. Please wake up and receive Jesus' forgiveness for your sins. Receive Jesus' cleansing of the wrong things that you've done in your life. You see, Jesus wants you as you are. He promises never to leave you. He will give you new life, give you everlasting life. If you, unfortunately, were to die tonight, do you know where you will go? To be in the place with God and with his son Jesus needs a relationship with Jesus. Today is that day for your life to be changed for the best. Jesus loves you and he died for you. His blood was shed as is represented, poured out as a love offering for you. Don't just tip your fingertips in that. Take his cup of offering and drink it. It's free. He's already done it for you. You see, is a yes to Jesus too much to ask from you? Let us pray. Could every head be bowed and every eye be shut, please? Father, we thank you for Jesus. Thank you that he loved us first and in his love he wants us to be with him for this life and for that future life. We come before you, Father, and I just pray. Thank you, Jesus, for dying for me on the cross. Thank you that you did it so that my sins could be taken away so that the relationship between me and your Father God and Jesus could be restored, not broken any longer. No separation. Thank you that you promise if we say yes, that you will come into our lives, that you will not leave us. And Father, as we say our yes today, as we personally say yes to you, thank you for what you have done. And we will promise, I will promise, to follow you as closely as I can throughout the remaining days of my life. In Jesus' name.